welcome to episode two of Adderall and Green Juice. Ashley here, and of course I have Alex with me. Hey, baby. Hey, love. So we, we've been thrilled with the podcast. I think it's so much fun. It's safe to say that this podcast business is my favorite. Seriously? Yeah, I really like it. You do? I think it's really fun. I think it's very rewarding. Yeah. And it's really like, it It really takes me out of my comfort zone because, and I, I either wrote that in a blog post. Yeah, I think I wrote it in a blog post that I wrote earlier today. Um, I was just kind of rambling in the blog post, but I wrote, I wrote about how we, you know, have the podcast now and... It's just such a different side because I feel like you can write and share pictures all day long, but until you actually like open your mouth and start speaking about things, it's just a whole nother level. And I kind of like it because yeah. it's like good for growth. I feel like I even got one uh, message or comment from someone that said, oh, I remember seeing you with Ashley Bynes and, and then I saw that you were now with this Ashley girl and I wasn't really sure about her at first, but after listening to the podcast... <laughs> I mean, like, oh, at first nice. I want to be like, bitch, please. Yeah. No, but but I actually understand. I mean, come on. I have very long pink hair and very long fingernails. Like, some people are going to be like, who does this girl think she is? <laughs> it's the truth. Some people are going to be like, I what? I thought about it. I just think you're pretty. Well, you're very sweet, but you know me. But you have to, that's the thing about Instagram and blogs and stuff is yeah. that you don't know the person. You only see them through, like, a picture. Yeah. So, and we're all judgmental no matter what sure. anyone says. So, you see a picture and you go, oh. I think you, I think that you immediately think, would I be friends with them or not? We're all guilty of it. Like maybe mm-hmm. if I see someone like, she doesn't look like people I'm friends with or doesn't look like someone I've ever met or someone that I know. Like you immediately go, I don't know how they would actually be in person. Cause I don't know. I can't visualize who that person would be mm-hmm. in my life. So I actually have heard, <laughs> it's funny because I've heard that quite a few times when people meet me in person and they're like, oh my gosh, you're actually so nice. And I'm like, well, thanks. <laughs> thanks. I really appreciate that. Yeah. So whatever. It's not, I mean, it's fine. But I, I, I love, I love meeting people like that where, I mean, honestly, I probably thought a little bit about that, about you when I first you met pro- you. I'm sure you I did. I was like, well, I don't know. I, I actually thought you were too cool for me. I'm like, you're, you're this happy, long haired, like vegan <laughs> Rainbow Entrepreneur, era. like I'm like she's she's pretty cool. Like she wouldn't want to be friends with me. Plot twist. Plot twist. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> Fast forward a year and a half later. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Lily. <laughs> Hi. Anyway, we got great feedback from the podcast. Yes. And thank we, you all very much. Thank you. Uh, we love you guys so much. And this is actually a lot of fun. One of the things that we heard a lot was you'd like for us to talk about our business relationship and yeah. how we're able to like. I guess, manage and balance our business relationship and an intimate relationship well. Hmm. So it kind of surprised me because when, when I got <laughs> and saw a couple comments and messages like that, I can't say I thought about it all that much before. Right. I hadn't really thought, Ooh, how do we, how do we do this power couple thing? How do we, how do we balance <laughs> all of that? And yes, I just referred to us as a power couple. Oh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, when when it came in, we've sort of talked about it a little bit over the last couple of days. It's um it's a really interesting topic that we're gonna unfold in this podcast. I think it's really interesting that we started strictly as business partners and there was nothing romantic, nothing happening with that. So that's probably different than some people who are starting a relationship and then all of a sudden they create this business together. So yeah. I feel like we kind of just naturally were already in a flow 
of what we did together and what we brought to the business. What do you think? Well, yeah, for me, what I, I love about that and, and again, not giving this too much thought over the last year, but certainly over the last week, I think it's really cool that, you know, work and, and I've talked about this in like blog posts and, and online a lot, um, work can be so rewarding and it's so rewarding. And for the kind of work I do, I mean, I'm always creating stuff. That's, that's one of the things that I think makes me a little bit unique in, yeah. in, in the work I do. I'm always creating something. And I always say it's, real, it's very easy to feel happy every day when you're creating something. New. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And so, you know, I get to create stuff with you all the time. And I think that, honestly, we just have a lot of fun together at the end of the day. Like, we we're, we're really fortunate to be able to just enjoy what we do. And it's great because we don't have to take it too seriously. But, I mean, there are times when we've really knuckled down and gotten some serious shit done. And it's paid dividends financially and for the relationship. And it brings us closer together and makes a bigger impact and helps more people, which is what we're all about. But here's the thing. I know all of you guys are waiting for us to say, yeah, we actually just fight all the fucking time. Like Alex is so demanding. He's he's one of those hardcore entrepreneurs where he's like, hustle, 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 like get everything done. Rrr, Gary Vaynerchuk, <laughs> watch this video. And and I I'm gonna like break it to you guys. We actually don't have a lot of issues. And I'd I'd almost go so far as to say is that we don't have any issues when it comes to work. And I know that is like the worst thing ever. You just want to turn off the podcast and unsubscribe. But seriously, stick, <laughs> stick with us through this. But, but yeah, there, there isn't this big thing where it's like we we clash on a bunch of stuff. Well, I think we just really respect each other. We do. I mean, like, because we both bring different things to the business and, like, we value and respect that, like, not one's not, like, bigger than the other mm-hmm. because we really couldn't do it without each other. Yeah. And... Other well, I mean the podcast is a little different because it has your name on it too. <laughs> but uh, like you said earlier, like it's interesting because we all we work on like the Ashley Diana brand together. Yeah. And I think for some couples that could be maybe a little intimidating. Well, I think what's interesting is like some of you might be thinking, oh well, Alex just sort of dims his light in order for Ashley to shine hers. But that's not really true. I, I actually get so much fulfillment from putting you in the spotlight and from contributing to your brand and to our business. And, and, you know, I, I even said it the other day, I'm at the point right now in my business and with what I do, where I actually work for different people and I do other things. And, and I think that would be, I, I, I think that's always going to be the, the, the case where I'll always have like almost little other side projects or little things that I'm working on personally. I mean, that's good yeah. as well. Yeah. I just like that variety. Like I, I really love building things and, um, but, I mean, 90% of my day is spent working on Ashley Diana and getting things done, um, not for her, but for us, for our brand, for everything that we've created together. And, um, but it's not like I'm going to go buy the domain alexandashley.com. Someone <laughs> said, I can't remember who said it. Someone said, I think it might have been Abby in our Infinite Influence group. Uh-huh. She said Ashlex. And I'm like, Ashlex. Oh, God, don't stop. <laughs> oh, that. my God. Like Brangelina. Kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, no, we don't need to go there. Not yet. Oh, my goodness. If people didn't like me before, they're really not going to like me now. <laughs> <laughs> Ashlex. He is mine. Oh, my God. She took over his life. <laughs> get away. <laughs> That's really funny. Even though we get along really, really well, it is interesting. We do have a lot of differences. Like, for example, 
Alex is very happy and he loves to get up early and he starts working. I always... actually don't love getting up early. I just wake up. And <laughs> like, I've got nothing else to do. But I've done the whole thing where like, I'm just going to lay in bed. I don't like it when you lay in bed. No, I know you don't. I like I, you to get out of bed. I try to like get you all you, turned on. No, you try, you, you see people. Now, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Now we go. No, he <laughs> touches me too much because he's a toucher and I'm not a toucher. But yeah, he, and I, and I love you as I'm saying this. So this morning, but, no, this morning, she, <laughs> no, let's just tell her I don't like to wake up. Like I, if, I mean, I, I love it when I am up early, but mm-hmm. actually the process of getting up, I don't look forward to okay. it. I just, side note, I have a little shower thought for everyone. I'm going to come a little <laughs> closer into the mic. You know, in the shower, you have these really profound thoughts about uh, life. Yeah. Okay. My, my shower thought is like waking up. Okay. Practice makes perfect. We all know that. Okay. If you do something like a thousand times, you, you're going to be a master at it. Great. We've woken up how many times in our lives? Like thousands. And it doesn't get easier. I swear to God, it gets harder. It, it doesn't get easier. It doesn't get you easier. Would think, Not for me. Right. You, you, you would think, oh, it's like, oh, I've done this. I know I how to get out of it. somebody listening is going, you know what? They're wrong. Because I wake up and I feel chirpy as fuck Good in the morning. Good for you, mate. I wish I was that way. Like, Good if someone, you. if you wake up and you are just ready to go and you are, like, you spring energized out of bed. and spring it And, like, yeah. the minute your eyes open, you get out of bed, please send me a direct message and Alex too and tell us how and what you do yeah i have money for you because i want to be like that because i open my eyes and i go Ugh. but anyway the no. point i'm getting to is how we are different in that and that's that's one difference so he can get up in the morning and really start like working and getting stuff done and i start a bit later and have my like little morning a routine bit? a little okay we don't have to tell everything do we want to quantify this break it down nope <laughs> I'm a little bit of a late Lucy and yeah, I get started a little later, but I feel like we complement each other. You have have three terms for the times for if I, if you came up, if you're at our bedside in the morning as Ashley was waking up and you said, Ashley, what time is it? She would say it's late (laughs) o'clock. It's the crack of dawn or what else? Well, I say it's late 30. Late (laughs) 30. Yeah. And that's at nighttime. When oh, you say, what and, time is it? I go, it's late 30. And her other line is, God, you're disturbing my slumber. Yeah. You're disturbing my slumber. Oh, that's God. when I don't want to open my eyes and he's trying to like pester me. Is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah. And I go, <laughs> with my eyes closed, I go, you're disturbing my slumber. I wake up and I'm like, what am I going to do with this erection? Oh, s- Jesus. <laughs> Well, and I just say, go work. <laughs> go work on my blog. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. No, it's not like that at all. I mean, uh, that's true. It, whatever. Yeah. Let's move on. Anyway. So, anyway, the thing is, we do have some differences. Um, I have to have tons of lists to keep me productive. I have to plan the night before. Alex can pretty much get up and go and pretty, he stays on task pretty well. Alex is really good. Also about holding me accountable. He'll be like, babe, what are you working on? Like, because I sound like a major problem during this podcast. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But no, he'll be like, hey, babe, what are you working on? Like, I do really good when someone's holding me accountable. Mm -hmm. Alex, I think you do a little better just... I mean, I feel like I mean, I do well. I would do well, but I think I can sustain it by myself. But we kind of talked, I don't know if it started this year or the end of last year or something like that about... You know, it, it, it is a good thing. 
whether it's work or whether it was just in a relationship sense, like if you've got a goal or something that you want to achieve for yourself, accountability is a great thing. There's only so much of it, I believe, that your partner could or should provide. And I, like I said, we're all different. I just do it, but I do better with my work and staying productive and staying focused. If I, I have to stay on a really like strict kind of plan calendar, I have to write everything down. I have to have list. Alex can kind of like, I think you can mentally keep up with it a little bit mm-hmm. better. And, and I'm just not like that. I have to see it. I actually have to like write it down in like a notebook and open it and be like, okay, this is what I need to do. These are the two things I need to make sure I get done today. And I have 40 other things that would be great if I get well, done. And for you, the house needs to be clean. The candles need to be lit. You need to have the perfect blanket. Everything needs to my be. My ambiance is very important it's just, to me. And you walk into my office and it's literally a desk and shit on the ground. And I keep and saying like, like, don't we want to decorate? And you're like, later. No. And I'm like, uh, I would die. Yeah. By the way, we split our offices. He has a different. We, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he has his own office and I have my own office. <laughs> and I wish we could say it's because we got into a heated argument. No. We're just like, fuck you. I can't be in this office with you. No, it's nothing like that. We're just like, oh, we'd probably do better over there. <laughs> yeah. He, it's just a better room for him. Yeah. And, and then I, I actually love having my own space and yeah. my own room and yeah. I can have it neat and tidy and cute and decorated and he can live, work like a slob. We're, well, we're in the office right now. There's literally a paint can on the floor. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> Alex's office. So I have kind of a funny story. It's kind of the stark contrast to how Alex and I work because we just kind of go with the flow. It's like give and take and we just kind of know what, what I feel like we take turns. Would you say? Yeah. And I, I wouldn't say we have rules with the way we work. It's not like, I mean, it's interesting. You would think that even as we did start working together, there would be like some sort of contract, some sort of rules, some sort of expectations, some sort of scope. You know, that's like the stuff I do for my clients and I, like any other clients. I think we're really good at reading each other and yeah. each other's body language, each other's like energy and emotions. And I think we're actually really good at communicating. So I think that's how we, we don't let much or anything like really get off track. Because obviously with any relationship, there's going to be something that every once in a while, oh, that kind of annoyed me or, oh, they said something and I, I hurt my feelings or whatever it may be. But as long as you don't, as long as you say something about it pretty soon. Now, on the other hand, I think it's best not to, I know other people who, if someone, if someone says something to them and it rubs in the wrong way, they just immediately say, you know, it kind of fly off the handle and get really offensive and aggressive. And I don't think that's, and personally, I don't think that's the way to be because then someone's scared to talk to you. Yeah, I think it's like, you know, maybe take it in, even if something hurt your feelings or even like you feel like someone didn't handle it the right way. Um, Alex and I have been good about, I feel like, take it in, think about it. And then in a day or a day or two, I'm like, you know what, Um, let's talk about, you know, let's talk about this. Yeah. But back to my story about how I know a handful of other girls and bloggers who their relationship with their... um boyfriend or business partner. I shouldn't say it's a business partner. I should say it's a like their boyfriend. I'd say boyfriend. So boyfriend. Picture, it's not business partner. Yeah, pic- picture a blogger, you've got a blog trying to build a business and she has a boyfriend that has like, you know, just regular well, kind of job. Yeah, just, yeah. Just doing that thing. And I've been in that situation before because, you know, when I was dating Shane, Shane used to help me with like taking some pictures or, or whatnot. And so I, I get that position. But I've I've talk to some girls about how their relationship with their guy and they will say they actually pay their boyfriend to take their pictures and I was like excuse me (laughs) you pay him money to take your pictures 
I again, I shouldn't be judgmental about right. that because everyone has. But initially, I think, oh, what the hell are you talking yeah, about? My like, my my little laugh there, by the way, wasn't meant to be like, oh, that's so stupid. It's like, I mean, it just humans me a little bit. Yeah, it well, it's just different. Yeah. But but they would probably look at us and go, how in the world do yeah, they function? Like, what? Yeah. Why do they? How do they? You know. So I, I. But I found it really interesting. So it's like. It's unique to see the differences in people and how they can like handle their business. But yeah, some some girls I know like they have their boyfriend uh, take their picture. I would say taking pictures is the most thing, but take a sure. picture, do the video. If if they do some sort of you know tech work, yeah. edit a video, website, they'll marketing. yeah something yeah. like that. They actually will literally pay them for their time, or or in my opinion, it gets better. Give them a percentage <laughs> equity. Of their earnings, earnings. <laughs> what that picture bought, brought them oh to their God. business, and I about choked on my spaghetti. But I'm going to tell you, I've, I've got some invoices to send you. They're never going to get paid, babe. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be broke as fuck. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I thought I found that really interesting because I'm like, to me, that would kill intimacy. Because think about, let's think about this. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little different if you don't live together and you have everything separate in your life. Everything, yeah. You keep it all separate. Yeah. Then, okay. But even then, it's like, what? even if you live separate, you're like, babe, can I take you to dinner? Great. And you get there and you go, did you get that invoice I sent you? <laughs> no, no. Hey, did you get that third invoice you hadn't paid yet? Yeah. It, um, that, it that would be sent difficult. sent a reminder and it added. I sent a reminder. A- added 1% um, yeah. late fee. Yeah. <laughs> To me, that would be so odd. And it would really kill, like, the intimacy of a relationship. And God forbid if you live together, it would be like, if you go, like, honestly, like, what if you invoice me for editing my latest program? Yeah. Like, I sent you that invoice. Good night. And be like, you're not going to wake up in the morning. (laughs) Like, no. I mean, this would be so, I just don't know. I personally... That would be very strange for me. The graphic, but I'm just uh, I'm just picturing it like post sex, <laughs> like like oh, you just yeah. like. Ah. Hey, by the way, did you get that? <laughs> did you get that invoice? <laughs> if you don't pay it by tomorrow at noon, there's going to be a late fee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just my software. Like QuickBooks just adds that automatically. Yeah, it's, it's automatically like QuickBooks. Yeah. <laughs> you have to let let us know what you think about that, and if that if that's something that you do, like. How the heck does that work for you? Because yeah. I'm sure it does work for some people. Yeah. But I'd like to know how you how, balance that business side with intimacy. How do you how do you separate the emotion? Because like, yeah, I, I mean, I always say you've got to go to bed with that person. I mean, or not. But most of the time you've got to go to bed <laughs> with that person at the end of the night. And, and <laughs> I mean, what if like I owed you a thousand bucks for video editing, but you saw me with a new pair of shoes? It'd be like, Ooh, yeah. you know, that's when it starts to get weird. If I saw you with a new pair of anything. I'd You'd be, be like, like, where'd you get that? Did yeah. you see that invoice, by the way? Oh, so I just, I just, like, I'm playing it out in my head right now. And I'm like, I, I feel awkward even talking about it. It, it. it makes me cringe. Like, if that's how we were, we would have never been, it would have never worked. No. Well, I'd say as well, like, even if it wasn't money, one of the things that you would you know, typically in doing business, th- think about if you were just working with someone in business or you, you had like a business partner, you guys ran a shop together or something like that. If you did 90% of the work or pretty much any time you do a task, you sort of have an expectation that they're going to do something as well, that they're going to put in the same amount of effort or deliver the same amount of value. In in a relationship, in a, in a working relationship, it's like, 
I mean, from a guy's perspective, it's like, okay, I did that photo shoot with her earlier. I took all the pictures. Like, I better get laid later. You know, something like that. Or, or you know, why am I cooking dinner? I mean, even in even in relationships, some relationships, not ours, thankfully, but some relationships, um, and this works. It's like, okay, it's your turn to take out the trash. It's your turn to do the dishes, which is totally fine. But um, even in a non-working relationship, quantifying everything and counting everything and counting how often you did this and, and how often you did this favor. It, it, it really is a recipe for disaster, like just as, as a separate conversation. Now, I will say that there is a line. I mean, there's definitely a line and you may have experienced this in, in a relationship that any of you have had. Like, you know, or you may know or feel when you are doing way more work, like, or you're, you're the one putting in all the effort or you're the one that's trying to grow or trying to fix things and the other person right. just isn't reciprocating. I think that's the line. But I think if you were in a working relationship, I mean, unless you literally were so happy following the rules and it was literally like photo shoot is worth, you know, sex or like it's worth this amount of money or whatever it might be. And you guys were just really happy doing it by the books. Yeah. I um, then that's fine. But yeah, I mean, quantifying can be a real recipe for disaster. So anyone that it has a working relationship or is thinking about that, um, I can say from my point of view, you've got to love the task. You've actually got to love and find joy yeah. and significance in doing the thing. And it, and it doesn't have to always be about you. But and it doesn't to... need to, because that means it doesn't feel like work. Right. You need to Which love it doing it for yourself yeah. and for the other person. Yeah. And if you hate doing it the whole time, they're going to be like, oh, they need to do this for me or they owe this for me or whatever. Right. Whatever that means. Yeah. But it's just going to be full of expectation. And it's really not, I mean, that's not that's not good work, and it's also not good love. And it's also not good for your soul. No. So... Not at all. I think this goes for your business relationship and or your personal relationships, and it just comes down to that communication is key. You have to talk about things before they get weird. You have to talk about things before you're feeling resentful to the other person. Yeah. Because it's natural to start feeling these things. It is, yeah. And and it's going to happen with every single person um, in the world. There's no one in, in the world that's never felt resentful before. Mm-hmm. Um, and But the thing is, if you really think about it, you know when those feelings are coming on. You can feel them. And if you think about any relationship I think that you've had in the past, I bet you could think back to when the first time or so you started feeling resentful. And think about your life and that relationship, how much would have changed if you would have said something, if not right then, within the week. Mm. Just said, hey, you know what? I wanted to talk to you about something like, are we on the same page? Or I was feeling a little like uncomfortable or I was, am I right or am I wrong? And, And I think kind of giving the person the opportunity to you're not putting all the blame on them. Am I right or am I wrong? Like, t- yeah. tell, tell me how, how I'm, how do you like perceive how I'm feeling or was I wrong to feel this way? I think it lets someone else off the hook and, yeah. and it doesn't make the other person too scared to be open with you and communicate. And, and like, again, that personal or business, I think that's the way to do it. And I think that's what we do yeah. to make everything successful. Those conversations are so important to be able to have. And it's, for me, it was a muscle to flex. I remember in oh, some yeah. of my early relationships, I was like, uh, I was just so afraid to confront, so afraid to say, uh, hey, things just feel off. Right. Right. And the part of the bad thing as well is that even as men, 
we're told culturally to just like, oh, you know, shake it off. Like it's no big deal. You know, the last thing that you would do is talk to your partner about something. Um, right. You know, it's just all about man up and whatever, have, have a couple of drinks, like walk it off, whatever. And, and, and it doesn't, it doesn't build long-term connection. It's actually, and as you said before, it's like, it can be really bad for your soul. I know when I felt that way and I hate feeling that way. I really hate it. And, and even now, like I'm not perfect at it, but coming and being up front and confronting something that's uncomfortable or just putting it out there, like putting it, it out there, yeah. getting it out of you. I think that's the biggest yeah. thing because when it lives in your head, yeah. it escalates so quickly and it makes you so much more unhappy than it would be even if you have an uncomfortable conversation yeah. like just it's living hot. in it yeah. and brewing with it all day long makes oh, you way more unhappy so actually today again alex and i i think we do pretty damn good with like not arguing and yeah. we get along and everything yeah. but again we're normal people it's a normal relationship he came to me and said you know what i'm feeling a little disconnected from you is everything okay and i was like yeah everything's fine but we talked about it and the truth is we just haven't we haven't spent a lot of time on the relationship in the past few days. And it's because we've had so much work to do. We've been writing a program. We've been editing videos. We've been writing blog posts. We've been doing a lot of like catch up work. And, and that doesn't mean something's wrong with the relationship, but like maybe intimately we were a little disconnected because some, some things had to come first. And I think that's a really natural part of relationships. It's not comfortable <laughs> And, no. I, and I kind of wish it wasn't that way, but it's, it's natural. Like it, it will take a back burner sometime. I mean, you've got these couples and like, I mean, I, I, I would definitely say that, you know, in my heart of hearts, values wise, relationship is first. I, right. I would drop everything else for the relationship. Oh yeah. But it, 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 it well, doesn't. Well, we stopped what we were doing. To, we were both working on the computers we were. and we stopped what we were doing and talked. Yeah. Um, so, but even, even though relationship is the value, like number one, it's not like that every moment of the day, obviously, because how could it be? Otherwise, you would get sick of each other very, very quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was a tough conversation or a tough thing for me to bring up. Um, Today. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was. And like, this. by the way, this is the first time that we've followed up on this conversation live on this podcast. So oh, right. <laughs> you're getting a live version here. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's vulnerable. It's scary. I know that in... Here's the thing as well, and this kind of goes for the ladies listening. This is this is advice for women from a guy that you don't want to be hearing my advice from. Mm-hmm. But I think it's very possible and very easy to train your man into closing off from you. I think a lot of women say, oh, I wish you would just talk about things. I wish he was more open with me. I wish, I wish, I wish. If you were the guy that is on some level committed to growth and growing with you, then... I'm willing to bet that at some point in the relationship, he's come to you, maybe not at the right time, maybe not in the right way, but he's come to you and tried to confront an uncomfortable situation. He's tried to go vulnerable and he's tried to have one of these conversations with you. And I'm willing to bet that at some time, like I said, it was either the wrong time or the wrong approach, but it's, it's, it's never the right time. And the approach is never perfect. I'm willing to bet that if in your relationship right now you feel that there is a level of disconnect where you can't talk to your partner, where every time you hang out with your girlfriends, you say, oh, yeah, he just can't talk to me. Like, he never talks to me. We don't talk about anything. And Mm -hmm. I wish we did. I'm willing to bet that you trained him that way. 
you trained him into being closed off. And it could have just been one occurrence. Because for guys... Because like, I was going to say, guys, they, they, all it they, takes. they try it once. And they go, <laughs> no, nope. That uh, uh, doesn't work. No. <laughs> Can't talk to her. She's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> tried it once. Oh, come on, man. Like, I tried it once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it that one time. And and it's it's really crazy to think about. But you can do it. And I've been guilty of it. Yeah. I've been so guilty of it. And, and I had to pull myself out of it. And I had to go back. And I had to have that conversation. Or I had to just bring it up and, and be vulnerable. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you something else. Like vulnerability breeds connection. Right. It really does. It is such a gateway to connection and intimacy. And that's... that's Brene Brown. If anybody knows Brene Brown. Brene Brown. And, yeah, this is Brene Brown this and Br- Esther yeah. Perel and all yeah. that good stuff. Like, like go, go listen to all their stuff. But it's... Um, yeah, it's, it's such a, a quick and beautiful gateway because even... You know, even after that conversation today and like Ashley was crying and I was like freaking out and all this stuff, I feel really connected and, and you know, nothing's necessarily rectified, but just, just getting it out and, and talking about it. And, and because with all of that, when you have those conversations, you're saying, Hey, I actually really fucking care about you. I care about this relationship. And I, I don't want to feel this way. I want to feel connected because right. I, I love the hell out of you. So it's just a really interesting thought. Like if, if you're sitting there or if you've thought in the past that, oh yeah, like I, I can't talk to my guy. Again, I, I, I'm not trying it, to put all the blame again. on you, but I'm saying. I would saying, say go, to, the, go yeah. to him or whoever it is yeah. and say, maybe say that. I'm yeah. feeling a little disconnected. Can we talk? Because yeah. I think that's a great and vulnerable, vulnerable oh, way so to open up. Yeah. And, and, and also ladies, especially like, I mean, sometimes, and and I'm, I'm definitely like this. I mean, one of the best things that you could ever say to me or, and probably like an older version of me, but even now sometimes is like, Hey, is there anything you need to talk about? Right. Hey, are you okay? Is there anything you want to talk to me about? And, and, and that is really just creating the safe space. To like come forward. I'm sorry if this is getting like too too emotional or too too relationship talk, good, but but yeah. I, I know we've sort of veered off track here. But b- being able to come up and say, "Hey, you know, is there anything you need to talk to me about? Like, what's going on?" Most people try to have these conversations as they're going to bed, which is terrible. Not a good idea. Don't do not do like, that. I, to me. I'm like at least wait until the next day. <laughs> yeah. Like, unless you want to be up all night. No. Don't do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So so let's move on. I mean, we, we can come back to that. If you guys like this kind of relationship talk, you know, let us know. Send us some messages or leave some comments. But, um, I mean, yeah, we, we love relationships, honestly. But let's get back to the working thing because it's, it's very interesting. We've talked about, Well, another like, thing I'd like to talk about in another podcast yeah. would be, like, the love languages. Because okay. that's something Alex and I are really, like, can I use the word keen on? Keen on, keen, mate. Keen about, keen. Because that's like an Australian thing. Keen. We're very keen. Right? Keen as bro. She, she's looking at me so... What did you say? Keen as bro. Keen as bro. These are some words that I've learned from Alex. Oh my goodness. She, she's looking at me with the most like mystified, awkward. awkward look in her face. I'm like, am I keen? She, Is she, that what we say? Yeah, she just wants my approval. I'm like, approve me. <laughs> Please. If you're keen... We will talk about. <laughs> Stop laughing at me! I'm trying to use the Australian words. If you're keen, we will talk about it in another podcast. Love languages, because that's also how Alex and I. I think we really work well together. Yeah. Or don't work well together because no. we're opposite. Well, no. Yeah, no, we I actually mean, are opposite our love languages, but sure. we 
but we recognize what they are yeah. and go the extra mile to yeah. fulfill them. I'm trying to think if there's any nitty gritty we can get into with the with the working stuff. I mean, yeah, I hate to break it to you, but like I said, it's so good. Yeah. I mean, uh, I was about to say 90% of the time, but literally it's like 100% of the time. Like 99% of the time. Yeah, it's so, so, so good and so rewarding, so enjoyable. Um, Except today when it's going to kick your ass. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I okay. I would say, guys, you have to love the experience. Girls... Just fucking love him, like worship him the way he wants to be worshipped, appreciate him the way he wants to be appreciated. Because honestly, that's that's more than you could ever do for him. I would say, and like this is this is kind of TMI right now, but I would say one of the one of the traps I fell into previously with my relationship with Ashley is feeling like she should do the same or more or you know an equal amount of work or effort that I put into things when. Really, it's like, it's not necessarily... Listen, I just want to drink some Andre. Well, me too, babe. But like... <laughs> but I give him a hard time. But what right. it is, is it's just realizing that, like you said at the very start, we both bring different things to this relationship and to the relationship and to the working relationship yeah. as well. And I love that. And I wouldn't necessarily trade it for anything. But what I love and have always really appreciated about you, and um, and sometimes I forget it, but I try to remember. But one of the things that you guys should know about Ashley is that she's so good at making me feel appreciated. Well, that's sweet. So good at making me feel loved and adored, which is something that I've just wanted my whole life, Aww. just to be loved and adored by someone. And um, Ashley's sweet. the master of it. And I just love it a bit for it. And I, I've taken it for granted sometimes. And I hate that when I do that. But it's so beautiful and amazing. So for the girls listening, I mean... There is nothing you could do, like no amount of work, no amount of hustle or effort or entrepreneurship or whatever that you could do that would equal or compete with just making him feel appreciated. Like, because honestly, like at the end of the day, if he's a good guy, he's just doing it all for you anyway. He's just doing it because he wants to see you happy and and see you light up. (laughs) And you can't pay him back. You're going to make me cry. Babe. I mean, I, I don't know why I'm saying this. I wasn't planning on talking about this on the podcast. But, like, you, you can't pay him back. Not in not in money, not in effort, not in work, nothing like that. Um, I've got I've got friends, entrepreneur friends, that make millions and millions of dollars in their business. And they still have the same sort of struggles that regular relationships have. And, um, and you know... The, the thing that they all crave, I mean, mostly from the men that I've talked to, is just the appreciation. Right. And I, I so like... We all want to feel appreciated. We do. You know, it's, it's yeah. goes both ways. But I think, right. I think men can really fall into the trap of thinking that I do this, I do this, I do this, I do this. You know, where's my, where's my parade? Not that they want a parade, <laughs> right, but it's right. like... All, all, all you would typically need is just the appreciation. I mean, I could, I could do without my name on Adderall and green juice. I don't care about that. Like, I could, but I, I could, want uh, you on it, right? And it's we so want fun. To be, and yeah, I, and I, I love, love it. that. Right? But, Maybe that's why I love this so much. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that appreciation is just key. And and Ashley is so good again with the love languages, making me feel that way. I mean, and when when I'm working like on something on her side or editing a video and she just comes up behind me she like scratches my head a little (laughs) leans around like gives me a kiss on the cheek or like 
pulls my head away and like kisses me on the lips and just said like, I just love you so much or I appreciate you or thank you for everything you do for me. I'm just like, oh my God. (laughs) I just melt in my office chair. It's it's crazy. (laughs) So um, yeah, I would just say, especially if you're thinking that things are disconnected or if you're thinking that your guy, again, whether it's a working relationship, I would say especially if it's a working relationship, just find find new ways to appreciate him because I guarantee that's what he's craving. Right. And it will fuel him so much. Like crazy, well, you know crazy what's, what's interesting is that reminded me, bringing it back to just business for a second, is that Alex and I went to Tony Robbins Business Mastery yeah. in San Diego this past fall. And one of the business mentors, business gurus that um, was Alex's favorite, and then of course it ended up being my favorite, he's amazing, was um, this man named Keith Cunningham. And one of the things he said that they did this huge poll of people in the workplace and what's the number one thing that mattered to them that like kept them at their business and what kept them happy in their business. And we all, he showed um, all the choices. Was it getting higher pay? Mm -hmm. Was it incentives incentives for growth? Was it good working environment? Right. Thanks, thanks for doing what you do. Yeah. Anyway, and and I kind of thought, oh, what well, maybe it's um more pay. Like yeah. if, it, if they're getting paid well or incentives to get to make more. And they they did this survey, all different kinds of businesses. You know, what am I trying to say? High, high end businesses, low end business, yeah. e- everything. And the one thing that like was skyrocketed above. What am I trying to say? The one thing that... You're going to say the one thing that stood out from everything else that everyone voted on. Yeah, was being appreciated. Yeah. They said getting a thank you. Yeah. I appreciate the work that you do from like the boss to employee or to some, you know, employees with each other. Yeah. Was I, just I, being appreciated. I even had a little like trigger of that today, just remembering how important that is. Because I've kind of been on the receiving end of that. I've been on the receiving end where I busted my ass for someone and they haven't appreciated me. And they, and they weren't been, nice. Right. Yeah. They, they could have been paying me $10,000. And at the end of it, I was just like. And you don't want to do it anymore. Stupid. Yeah. Like, right. I, I don't know what I could do. I think that's what it comes down to. I think it's being appreciated and communicating. Yeah. And I now being on kind of the other end of that, like Ashley and I, again, some, we'll, we'll talk about this in future podcasts, but we have people that work for us and people that work with us pretty much in our day-to-day lives. Like we've got a nanny, we've got a video editor who comes to our home office now, and I've got assistants and all this kind of stuff. Um, even today when Nancy, our amazing video editor, she had just finished these videos for us and she showed me and I could tell that she was excited to show me and it was really beautiful to see. And, and, and when I saw it in her, it's like, God, I've, I've felt like that as well. And obviously right. this is all happening in seconds, like milliseconds. Right. It's happening so quickly, but I could kind of feel that. And, and, and she played it for me and, and it's so funny. And, and to people that have employees or people that you work with or work that you review, I've had situations where people will just, they'll go into business mode and they'll just be like, this is wrong, this is wrong. And, and, and a little bit of, of when she was showing me this video, I was like analyzing it and I was just like, you know, thinking about, oh, we need to change this or switch that out. Mm-hmm. And, and I even made a couple of comments. I said, oh, we'll just cut that. We'll just cut that part. But I balanced it with like, oh my God, this is so great. Like, oh my God, this is amazing. And, and I told, and I was genuine. It wasn't just some freaking, you know, tactic, right, some NLP tactic or whatever. You came and told me she did an amazing job. Yeah, but 
but I've, I've been, I've heard from other entrepreneurs that would never do that. They would just yeah. say, it's all business, dude. It doesn't matter. It's just all business. I just don't and like, I'm like that. I just fucking I like me? to treat people like family. You have to. And, no. and we do. And, and that's what I love about, especially, you know, 2018, this is when we've started incorporating more and more people in our lives. Like, I love the way we treat people. I, I, I really do. And I love that. We make a great practice. I mean, even even tonight when, when we just finished dinner, you just said to Taylor, who Taylor's our nanny, and you guys will hear about her more in, in the future. Um, you said, you know, I, I so appreciate how good you are with Lily. And I mean, again, we pay all of our people really, really well. We take care of them and we feed them, look after them, invite them into our home and do all sorts of cool stuff with them. But, but that is worth i'm not saying it's worth more but it's so important and Mm -hmm. so even after you know nancy had finished playing that video i just said oh my god you nailed it i'm so thrilled (laughs) and i was thrilled and i was like this is so good and um and and you can just tell that i'm not saying that's all she wanted obviously she wants to get paid and like she wants to do it all but it, it, it means so much and and i think i only know that and really understand that because i've been on both sides you know and now being in more of a leadership role i i never want to lose that for me i always want to be able to like praise people in a really good way so that that was i mean side note here obviously but i i just thought it was really cool um and and i i love how good you are at that as well you're, you're so good at it and and i just love the way you you notice those little subtle things with people like the little things that pretty much go unnoticed anywhere else and and you're the first to just compliment people on them and it's it's such a great thing about you and yeah another thing that i just love well thank you you know what it's interesting i i had a girlfriend um in texas and the one thing i actually learned a lot of it from her because I, I i remember that it's not that i've never been complimentary and appreciate i've i've always been that way but when i made this friend I I remember her always making me feel so special and so appreciated and she always verbalized it and it, it she would a, a little bit to a fault because she needed to praise herself a little bit more too but she would just always oh Ashley this is beautiful or this is oh you're so good oh you're so good but but I remember feeling I thought gosh she always makes me feel so good and then another friend met her when I was with her the three of us were there and when my friend left she goes I've never met anyone so complimentary. She makes me feel so amazing. And I thought she really does. And I was like, so that's, I think you learn something from like every relationship, every relationship that you make or a person that you meet and, and you're, you're able to take something with you that you've learned. And that's really something that I learned from her is to like verbalize what you feel and, and see something about someone and tell them hmm. that how you feel or tell them what a good job that they've done or tell them how beautiful they look or yeah. Because it, it makes people feel so special. It makes people yeah. remember you and it makes um, the relationship really stand out. Yeah. And it's not okay to say, well, well, they know. They know that I appreciate them. They know that I am grateful. No. They know. I'm like. That's like my least favorite thing. Oh, well, they know. God, the people that say that, I'm just like, you are so lazy. You think you're too good for it. And I, like, you know, guilty. I probably used to be a, a, a little bit of Well, that. I think we all do it here and there. Yeah, but, but but it's, you know, it's such a great thing to just say and, and, and it doesn't cost anything. I think, That's like I said, complimenting people, uh, appreciating people and communicating. Yeah. If you can do those three things in your business relationship and your intimate relationships and your friendships, yeah. you'll be on another level. Yeah. Truthfully. 
I can see how I've got a little bit off track with this. No, I think it was good. I, I think that basically, yeah, I think we've kind of covered everything as far as this podcast is concerned. I would love for you guys to go and check out, if you haven't already, one of my recent blog posts, which is how to get shit done in 2018, because that blog post really ties in to this podcast because towards the end of that blog post, I wrote about how Alex and I really like tackle business and tackle like a new year. We don't do the whole vision board and necessarily resolution things. We write down how we want to feel and that really sets up the year for us. And I think you'll find it really interesting and kind of a different take on how to like kick ass this year and how to be productive and successful in your business and in your relationships. Cause I really think a lot of these rules apply um, universally. So I'd love for you guys to go check out that and on that blog post, how to get shit done in 2018 and leave a comment on there on that blog post and let us know what you thought about this podcast. And I'll get back on there and reply to you. I'd love to just start a conversation there. And yeah, we just really appreciate you. We really, really do. Yeah. And we would love it if you, if you haven't yet, if you'd leave a review for Adderall and Green Juice, if you enjoy it, if it inspires you and it's helpful, we'd love for you to leave a review. And when you do, send, um, send us a DM yeah. or comment on the blog post yeah. and, and, and let us know because we really love connecting with you. Don't yeah. you agree? Oh, even, even just when, like, I mean, obviously we'd love the reviews, but if you just want to, like, drop us a line or leave a comment on something, yeah. just saying, hey, just listen to episode two. I mean, so oh, I love cool it. to see. I so, love so, it. So, so cool to see. And we, we, it makes it worth everything yeah. worth it. I don't think there's one person we haven't commented back to or like written back to. So yeah, we just love it. And, and by the way, as well, like some of you that connected with and resonated with some of the things in episode one, I know that we sort of revealed a lot of truths and stuff about some of our personal lives and how we kind of got here. Crazy, crazy, crazy to hear how some people have been in similar situations. Right. And, and I think it's really amazing. So yeah. Um, you know, if that helps, we're, we're really, really honored, really honored. Oh, absolutely. That, that it's, able to, it's the reason yeah. to do it all. Yeah. So thank you. So I loved it. And, um, yeah, thank you for coming back for episode two. Yeah. Episode three. Oh my God. I don't even know. Like we have some gonna... notes written down. We do. Okay. We do. We right, have a good. little list going, awesome. but any ideas that you guys have, let us know for sure. Yeah. And we'll talk soon. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.